welcome to the CBS Eye on Money podcast. It is Thursday, July 29th. And uh, Mark, how are you feeling today? Birthday, post-birthday boy. Uh, that's right. Yeah. I guess I'm a year older now. And yeah. you're wiser. Yep. Do you feel like um, that you got robbed of a birthday celebration? And we sort of, I, maybe we should just wind the clock back and shave a year off of our birth. You know what I'm saying? Because of the lost year of COVID. I never really do a big celebration to begin with, so I'm okay. I'd love to celebrate your birthday. I just want to let you know, so you'd have an idea around this, that after our dinner celebrating your pre-birthday, there is something coming in the mail for you. Oh, Jesus. Just a little something. It's a little something. You're too good. Now I can say it on the radio show. You're too good to me. I am. I know. It's so, it's, it's my pleasure to be good to you because you're so good to me. And see, it's a love fest between me and Mark. Hey, Mark, also, as we record this, because this is not live in this moment, something very momentous happened for me today. Your 300th Peloton ride? This is my 300th Peloton ride that I did. And I got a shout out from the instructor. I mean- Not just one. No, not one, not two, but three. She said my full name, the instructor, who I love. Christine Dercole is like my absolute favorite. I've known Christine for almost 20 years, like 18-ish, I guess. And she's a fantastic instructor at Peloton. So she gave me this huge shout out. And it was like kind of fun because as I said to Mark before I got in the air, it's like, you know, of course you do these things because you want to do them. You're in shape. You know, you want to achieve something, but it feels good when your friend slash instructor gives you the shout out. So I was so psyched. And your rides are legit. So it's not like these are, you know, 15 or 20 minute rides. All of your 300 rides are probably at least 30 minutes. Oh, they're all at least 30 minutes, except for when I do the power zone um, test, which is insanity and Mm -hmm. exhausting. Most of my rides are 45 or 60 minutes. And I do pepper a few 90s in there. So she gave me this great shout out. I felt so good. And, you know, I steal stuff from Peloton all the time on our programs because I think that it's true that like the idea of diet and exercise is very much translatable into the world of finance. I do. And so you'll hear me talk about that quite a bit. So Peloton is not sponsoring this podcast, but I do love Peloton. Okay. um, The folks at CBS like us to do a tease. You ready? We'll get to your questions after this. June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Okay, we're back. Let's get to a question. This is from, I'm going to change the name because he said, I want to be anonymous. So let's call him, let's call him David. David says his wife wants to pay extra on the mortgage. And he said, but I don't want to. My wife and I are about 30 years old. We both work full time. We've got a young child. We recently moved homes and are flush with cash from the sale of our previous home. We saved up the cash to put 20% down on the new home. And we were planning to use the funds from the sale of the old to invest more in retirement, 529 plans, 
and upgrade to our car. Now she's talking about putting some of the funds towards the new mortgage. Okay, ready for this? All caps, Mark. I am totally against this. Way to go, David. I am too. I'm the one in the relationship who's done the countless hours of reading, researching, listening to various financial podcasts. You're my favorite. Mark, you have to vouch for me. I'm reading it as is written, right? It is there in parentheses. You're my favorite. Okay. I try my best to keep her engaged in the finances with monthly meetings and updates. I even created a PowerPoint (laughs) 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 to try to help her understand the basics, our goals, and why we're going to do things the way we are doing. Nothing works. Please help. All right. Yeah, let's, what are we going to do about this wife? This is like a therapy session. Yeah. Well, I feel like I've been a financial therapist for the last couple of weeks, like, you know, fielding questions. But this is what I want to say. Wife, wife of David, you got to calm down. There is no reason. I presume that your mortgage interest rate is really low. This is your Aunt Jill talking. This is an insane idea because what you are essentially doing is you're paying down a very inexpensive mortgage. And you're doing that because you think it's going to give you some sense of relief, some peace of mind. And actually having the liquidity, having the access to your money is far more important. So what I think is I would obviously upgrade your car, make that happen, right? And I would definitely max out both of your retirement accounts. That would be number two. And then I would absolutely then make sure, assuming you've got your emergency reserve fund all, you know, six to 12 months in in your safe stuff, then the child's 529 plan. Under no circumstances do I think a 30-year-old should be paying down a mortgage. Mark, would you like to weigh in? I agree wholeheartedly. They will for sure earn more with their money by investing it whether it's in a brokerage account or a 529 plan, either one of those options is going to earn more money than paying down a cheap mortgage. I think that what happens is that it's a false sense of security. That's what I think it is. Let's say that you were in a relationship with somebody and you're having the same battle. The way that you can thread the needle is to say, God forbid something bad were to happen to us in our lives we would not be able to do anything to help ourselves out if that money has been used to pay down the mortgage. The ultimate flexibility is in the form of having access to your money. And even if you had it in a retirement plan, if you really had to get it, you could borrow it out. Or even if you had it in a 529 plan and something bad happened, you could get the money out. Generally speaking, we don't want that to occur. But I'll tell you what, if it's in a house, you're screwed. You are screwed. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, speaking of 529 plans, we've got a question from Alicia, and uh, she wants to know whether or not they have too much money in a 529 plan. So if you're listening, 529 plans are the just marvelous, neat, fabulous way to save for education purposes. It used to just be for college. Now you can even use it for private high school and elementary school as well. So, you know, what's interesting about a 529 plan, the way that best think about it is it's essentially 
it's like a Roth for education. You put an after-tax dollar in, it grows, it grows, it grows. Your kid's ready to use it for tuition or books or whatever it is. You pull the money out, there's no tax due. It's fantastic. So Alicia says she and her husband are both 38. They make $150,000 together. She writes, we have a 529 plan and it's invested 50-50 U.S. International Vanguard Index funds for our three-year-old son. He currently has 75 grand in his plan. Are we done? Where is the best place to save for him going forward? Custodial brokerage account or keep the money in a taxable account, but earmark it for his future needs, car, wedding, house. We both max out Roth IRAs. My husband will max out his 457 this year. I put an additional 10% in my 403B between us. Now, remember, they're 38 years old. We have $120,000 in cash, $800,000 in retirement accounts, and a paid for condo. It's worth 375 to 400 grand. Mark, they're in good shape, eh? Great shape. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, Mark, uh, you've run the numbers because we have our little Mark Jr. Scholar Fund. What is the ne- amount necessary to pay for a education for a three-year-old? About? Well, I'll just say this. So I, I just pulled out my, my fancy time value of money calculator. Oh, my God. You are really showing off today. Uh, I'm holding it right now as we speak. Uh-huh. So I, I plugged in her 75000 for another 15 years, and I gave... I gave it 6% interest with no more contributions. So mm-hmm. I would say they're safely probably looking at between 150 and 180. That's what they'll have if they do nothing else. Now you got to tell me, is that enough to pay for four years of school? I don't know. It depends where this kid's going to school. Right. Because then what we need to do is we need to look at today, right? So if today, if you, and also public versus private. So if we looked at today's education costs, Let's say you're talking about, mm, I don't know, 60 grand a year. It's basically 250 grand. Well, then, 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 then they can't stop. They need so to keep I think saving. You keep doing. I think to, if you want private, you got to keep doing it. If you want to pay for private schools. And you know what? Considering that you have all this money, I just keep doing it. I would keep doing it. Um, in terms of like, you seem to have quite a bit of money in cash, that's the other thing. So maybe you want to just dump the money in right now. And and I'm thinking for them, Mark, that they do, I don't know if they're, you're doing this monthly or not, but, you know, put in the 15 grand for this year each. So 15 and 15, we'll get you put 30 grand in there. And I'm not sure why you're not maxing out your, uh, your retirement account. 10% in her 403B. I was going to say, my only issue with what I've read is that. Yeah, I don't get that, especially because you have a lot of money in savings. So this is what it sounds like just from reading the balance sheet information. I think that they worked really hard and paid down their condo. Yeah, probably right. And shortchanged the retirement. So here's where I would look at this. I would say you both should be maxing out. You probably should both, you know, considering that they are, I mean, they're in the 22% tax bracket. Okay. I think they should be using a Roth option if they have it available. Use the Roth, put some more money in your 529 plan, and call us in the morning. What do you think? 
I wonder if they've just been putting like lump sums into this 529 plan. I think that's what they've been doing. I don't know if they've been contributing on a monthly basis. Yeah. And if you're doing lump sum, then do the lump sum. Get get it going. Mark, do you ever dump in? Do you just do it monthly or do you dump yeah. in like when you get a big Jill on money, um, big bonus check? Like No, that, that, that's for me. That I keep for me. Theo gets his contributions every single month from from mommy and daddy. Okay. All right. Well, look, I feel comfortable with that. I just really want to be clear for everyone listening that, you know, when you have these kinds of situations, gosh, we'd love to hear from you like on the line. Mark, isn't it better when we pepper people with their question with the follow-up questions? Because you do want to know, like, well, what have you been doing previously? I wonder if this eight hundred thousand is all pre-tax. Mm, I bet it is. I bet all that money is pre-tax, and <laughs> they better they better start doing some Roth because they're I'm still think, young. Yeah, I think I think it's a it's a big Roth stuff, and um, don't worry about earmarking the, this stuff for your kids' future. Earmark for your future. <sighs> Gosh, all right. I think that's it. That's the show. It's very exciting. Uh, day is that today. the show? That is the show. Look at that. that. that time flies. Time does fly with us. By the way, I found a new show for you to watch on HBO. Tell me. It's called White Lotus. I just started watching it. <laughs> uh, I only watched one episode. It's a little creepy. It's, it is. I'm not sure that I'm so into it, but I'm giving. I'm going to keep, keep going with it. All right. That's it. That's the program. Could you share this show with someone else? Would you mind? That would be great. And if you could leave us a rating and review, we would really appreciate it. You can follow I on Money on Apple or wherever you get your favorite podcast. If you want to read more stuff that I have written and you want to check out stuff like TV appearances, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. So CBS Eye on Money. We drop it two times a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And we are very grateful that you are joining us each of these two days. Curiosity, compassion, and community. That is the bedrock of this program. We thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Always on the go. You can take CBS Mornings with you. Wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews on the CBS Mornings On The Go podcast. Listen to CBS Mornings On The Go ad-free on Wondery Plus. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Hey, everybody, John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show. It's going to be coming out every Thursday. So exciting. You'll, you'll be saying to yourself, T-G-I-T. Thank God it's Thursday. We're going to be talking about all the things that hopefully obsess you in the same way that they obsess me. The election, economics, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about 
ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. And I know that I listed that fourth, but in importance, it's probably second. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? I mean, talk about innovative. Listen to The Weekly Show with John Stewart wherever you get your podcasts.